That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. up caitlin are you so excited to be recording on our cool new setup i sure am i feel like it's been a hot minute since we've even recorded and i get to look at your beautiful face right (laughs) yeah we've been recording over zoom um also trash (laughs) yeah it sucks and when we got to caitlin's house we didn't have the proper tech accoutrement to record in the (laughs) same room um and also we just went through a very irritating hour of trying to get this thing to work but i think it sounds good here we are here we are and i want you to know that we are trying very hard to make this podcast sound good for you so leave us a good review damn it because (laughs) (laughs) or or not good review because that also bumps us up in the seo world yeah just say something (laughs) because we tried really hard to sound good for you today i'm pretty sure if you say it's a podcast period yeah you might be flagged as a bot but who knows yeah could still work you could just say good podcast for climbers and you could use the number four instead of spelling it out if you're short on time so <laughs> and good with two zeros good with of two O's. zeros perfect well caitlin so welcome welcome to a snack break hi i'm lauren i am a certified personal trainer and climbing coach and i'm here with my lovely co-host caitlin i'm caitlin and i am a certified nutrition specialist sick and as As this episode is being recorded, we just recently got back from a really fun trip to Waco Tanks, and it's kind of cool because Caitlin has climbed in Waco Tanks forever. (laughs) I started there, started my climbing career, if you will. Yeah, Caitlin, why don't you tell, how many, so how many years did you live like close to Waco climbing there? Like how many seasons did you spend climbing there, do you think? I would say so I moved to New Mexico and southern New Mexico which was about 45 minutes from Waco Tanks so that was pretty luxurious I for sure if only I had known that I would be five hours away later in life and be like damn it (laughs) right (laughs) but I think I was there from my first time ever in Waco Tanks was 2016 and then we moved in 2020 so you had four good years yeah four really solid years going every weekend most weekend days and if we could get during get a time during the week we would and we figured out the ins and outs of all the reservation chaos and we also before reservations used to get up at 345 to drive there and wait in line like a bunch of idiots so oh my god that's <laughs> very insane wait question question for you too so do you did you start going to Waco Tanks immediately when you first started rock climbing? Correct. Just right right to it. Just Let's party. Ripped off the band-aid. Well, it was funny because I was invited initially to Waco Tanks with a group of new friends when I moved mm. to New Mexico and they were like, You should come and in my mind I was like, Cool, like outdoor hikes and maybe some climbing and I show up in really terrible approach shoes not even approach shoes I brought flip-flops and like some 
I don't know. You're like, like, we're going on a chill hike, right? And everyone's yeah, like, like, no. Real, real not prepared. I also thought we would leave around 1 p.m., which was false because we went on tour and we were there until 6 p.m. Oh, my God. And I didn't bring enough water. Definitely not enough snacks. It was a hard, hard lesson. But I learned from that day. And I also came home with shredded tips. Oh, I mean, they they were gone. So <laughs> I was like, Oh, indoor climbing and outdoor climbing, two different. very different things. So it was, I think it really got me into climbing more so though, because I knew how special that place was. And I also knew how just big it was. So there were a lot of opportunities and it was almost this like mystical thing that happened in terms of how people talked about Waco. It's just like just very, very special, I think, in the climbing community. And it was really cool to be there for the first early years of my climbing. So I have some big love for Waco tanks. That rules. You also probably at Waco saw, I would guess, a lot of women climbing hard. Oh, yeah. Which Mm -hmm. probably was really expansive because I think sometimes if you're I was just when I was back in Ohio for a little while, I noticed that a lot of times when I was in the gym and there'd be like 20 plus people in the gym, I would be the only woman for hours. And I boo. think, yeah, major boo. It did get better like later on in the evening, but I don't know. I just thought it was really it's just different. And I thought it's kind of interesting. And I also thought about how if you were a woman starting out climbing, it might be kind of funky to just look around and be like, I I don't know. Just not do I belong here? And like, Am I supposed <laughs> to be a, here? And the then boys also, club? Yeah. And then also just not necessarily, you know, if that's like the only climbers you've seen are in that gym, not have any idea how hard women can climb and also therefore how hard mm-hmm. you as a woman can also climb. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. But I bet yeah. you just never you probably never had that because you just no. saw people smashing rigs I was everywhere. so spoiled. I <laughs> honestly, like, I know that there have been a lot of conversations about the exclusive elitist attitudes in climbing, and I super don't disagree that that's a rampant issue, and that's definitely been something that I've observed at Waco Tanks as well. I know that there's some interesting rifts with naming of climbs that really should be addressed i mean truthfully guys it's 2023 let's let's fix that um but also (laughs) i i definitely saw so many people just all kinds of people there from all kinds of walks of life and i felt like it it really made me feel like oh i do belong in this space and then when i would go to other crags it would be a little different and i'd be like well why why is this so different? But it it has been interesting to look back at my time in Waco and go, hmm, okay, well, you were spoiled. <laughs> Great job for not knowing that the good times were then, but they can be now in the future too. Yes, <laughs> totally. Well, the fun thing about our trip was, so Caitlin's obviously climbed in Waco just a ton. And since it was where you primarily climbed as you were learning to climb, I think it's influenced the way that you rock climb quite a bit. Yep. And it's fun because... We had me, by contrast, <laughs> I am just, this is my first winter season or my first my first season of rock climbing where I've proclaimed to give a shit about how well I boulder outside. Yep. Um, and then also, I'd never been to Waco Tanks ever. So it was just a completely different experience. And it was also really cool seeing, you know, because I've also obviously climbed with Caitlin a lot, but seeing the place where 
why Caitlin climbs the way she does kind yeah, of thing, which that was, was really cool. Huge to realize too. I was like, oh, this so is- it's not me in terms of other places not being good at things it's because I exclusively climbed at Waco for years weird (laughs) yeah no I think when you get like I had a very like similar to how you left Waco and you were like oh I guess I don't know how to rock climb like I similarly I started rock climbing at the Red River Gorge when I began climbing also we are such lucky ducks to have like I know dope ass places to like start rock climbing privileged and spoiled big facts but so when I moved to new jersey and then i got to rumney as my like typical sport climbing place and it was so different i was like oh i guess i'm just trash at rock climbing and i just thought the climbing style was so weird and i was like i want to go back to ohio I don't <laughs> but i think it's it's good to leave your leave your usual stomping grounds and go learn something else but in any case uh we both being you know the waco noob and the waco og learned a lot on our sure brief trip to Waco, we climbed there three days in a row, which was rowdy. Um, naturally, I want more. It was so fun. Um, so for this episode, we're each going to share one thing that we learned on our trip to Waco Tanks together. So, Caitlin, would you care to start? Yeah, I'll kick things off. I feel like it was really challenging for me to narrow down <laughs> what I learned because I felt like I came out of this trip with so many... I I don't know, like aha moments where I was like, oh, you know, big one for me was realizing, oh, the reason I'm good at a specific style is because that's all I climbed. And I think that was a a good learning moment for me. And I almost feel like it kind of unlocked my maybe my fixed mindset about pinches and Mm. blobs and slopers. But I digress because the, the big thing that I really took away from this trip is something that I didn't really expect to. And it's something I had talked about even when we went to Bishop. And I know that, you know, I I walked away from that trip realizing that I could learn a lot from climbs. But at Waco Tanks in particular, where I've had tons of projects for years, and I may have worked on them for a long time, I think part of me felt like going back this trip, I would either feel, you know, two sides of the same coin or just both ends of the spectrum I felt like I would either crush all of my old projects or I would do worse than I remember (laughs) and I had a lot of anxiety about that but that's stressful yeah but what what became really clear to me is that even with those long-term projects I, I mean truthfully I left Waco without having sent any of those long-term projects again which I think my ego was like okay that's rude but (laughs) even without having sent them I felt like I could still really learn from them so my biggest example here is jigsaw puzzle and if anyone has ever climbed on that it is a brutal v5 I mean I think v5 is I think it's it's real sandbagged. So <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to be in my uh, experience in Waco and Bishop. It seems to be, I don't know, I don't want to generalize things, but it does seem interesting how the span of what is considered V five seems large. But again, I have <laughs> not the biggest directory of rock climbs, but it does seem it's fascinating. It is. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, you're (laughs) like, hmm, you gave that a V5? All right, well, that's interesting. But I also think... (laughs) Grades are stupid. We know this. (laughs) We know this, yeah. But I think over time, you know, Waco Tanks especially has been 
a you know huge huge destination for climbers and I think over the years maybe something that was a v5 maybe no longer is it's really hard to say but when I got on that climb on I think we were there on Saturday I was a little nervous I was like oh man what if this is just the same old same old where I don't do it. I start chuffing. I get angry and I'm super tired. And by the time I remember my beta or I figure out something new based on where I'm at during that trip, I, I, I just, I kind of set myself up for that. But I actually got on the climb. I went past my typical like crux point And the only reason it didn't go the, you know, four burns I gave on it is because I, I got tired. Oh yeah. But ultimately I felt like I could do the moves in a different way than I had in the past. And I felt really strong. I felt like my muscles were engaging in a new way. I felt like I was able to hold my body tension in a way that I in the past couldn't. And I was doing moves with more ease. And I walked away feeling like I still learned something, even though I didn't take away the send. I felt like, oh, I am improving, but also I feel really strong and my shoulders in the past were really weak, but right now they feel strong. So I'm learning little things about my training that I think has really helped my confidence and belief system knowing that, you know, the effort I've put in has made me a better climber, but also I just, I've learned a lot about technique too. So it's not that I'm, you know, disappointed. Obviously I would love to be like, yay, it's done. Forever. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I had so much fun on it too that I don't feel upset that it didn't go. And I think in the past I walked away feeling like, oh, I missed out. But yeah, it didn't happen. The other thing I want to maybe point out to you, Caitlin, as well (laughs) as the listener, is that, okay, so we were Waco Tanks. If you aren't familiar, you got to, if you want to go to anything but North Mountain you have to have a guide and usually the guides like to have a full tour. So typically, and I don't know how this normally is, Mm -hmm. but usually unless you're like a super dialed in crew, you kind of have to split your time and like whatever. So we were kind of with a big group, like Caitlin, if you came on, there's, there's a big difference between you trying to, you know, send this in the span of a weekend Mm -hmm. where we rampage for three days in a row versus you coming to Waco tanks going I'm gonna send Jigsaw this weekend like the way you'd approach that are two totally different things so I also Mm -hmm. think even though it didn't go I I think you know it's possible that if you came in just being like whatever happens the goal is doing Jigsaw like it could have gone down so it's not like you yeah you're right you definitely didn't have like the perfect because you had to do it second day on after we'd done a shit ton of boulders the day before like (laughs) it's not I repeated my trip was set up perfectly for you to send it yeah and I repeated like one of my best sends so the day prior so realistically I was like oh this that's fine yeah but I feel like you're totally right like I went into this trip feeling like I shouldn't have any expectations. And I think in the past that for me was like no expectations so that I don't disappoint myself. But in actuality, this trip, it felt like no expectations because you haven't been here for a while. Yeah. You don't Just know. Because of for like reasonable. Yeah. Reasons. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like I, I mean, Bishop was that same experience where I hadn't climbed enough, but we picked up our climbing significantly since Bishop. And I feel like even just that helped 
a lot in Waco and I didn't, I just didn't know, right? Like I didn't know when I showed up how, how effective that would be or how things would feel. So it was no expectations was a really, really chill way to go into it. Plus three day weekend with like a shit ton of people that you're navigating yeah. what they want to do too. Like that's not it's necessarily the rowdy easiest thing to, <laughs> to do in terms of like sending something that feels hard. So yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's really awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we could experience it together oh, and yeah. I'm really curious to hear what your big takeaway, the biggest thing you learned was Lauren. Ah, uh, yes. So this is something I've like known in the back of my mind for a while that I have joked about for many years, but I've never gotten slapped in the face so hard. <laughs> I've actually cared to, <laughs> to deal be like with it. it's time. <laughs> but now it's really time. <laughs> okay. So uh, I will, t- I will tell you my lesson that I learned, but I'm going to start with a story. And um, <laughs> it was many years ago. It was probably in like, Oh God, it was probably in like 2017. And I remember saying like, I don't think you need to heel hook. I was like, I don't like doing those. I just toe in. I don't think you need to do it. (laughs) It's really (laughs) stupid. And my, (laughs) oh my God, it's just so funny. And then my my friend who, you know, had been climbing longer than me was like, yeah, I think you're going to like, you know, getting past V5 will probably be kind of interesting. Oh, someone said that to you early on? Oh, and you were like, nah, trash. And I was just kind of like, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear this. (laughs) So fast forward to now, uh, we go on our trip to Waco. And I realized that the the technical, like the things, it was just fascinating. Like I, so yeah, what I found out is that um, my heel hooking skills are much lower than it is very obviously <laughs> low hanging fruit like it was funny like there'd be things where other people that had climbed at waco a lot like caitlin and ryan would be like oh yeah you heal in on that and that they would be like pointing to some like tiny spiky thing and i'm like <laughs> what are you top what do you mean what the fuck like no i'm not gonna well i also think like okay i obviously climbed in the red river gorge a lot so anytime i was heel hooking there it was probably on some like big ass ledge so i never True. really had to do mm-hmm. the precision heel hook right like especially because yeah. i think most when I was climbing in the red a lot, I was like climbing like 5, 11, 12 minus sort of levels. So there wasn't anything like super tiny technical heel hooking that was going mm-hmm. on. But there were so many climbs where there would just be like a heel hook I needed to do. And it just was not like <laughs> just like everyone else. That was not the hard part for them. And for me, I'm like, I can't even do this. Like I literally spent the whole weekend. It, I, you know, I realized it very early on, but I spent the whole weekend just having like Mike and... um Caitlin's husband Ryan like power spotting me where I'd be like just hold me in this position so I can like figure it out and then I'd have like Caitlin's like showing me her shoes on the rock like all these (laughs) things but it was very it was just very eye-opening um to Mm. realize that but in you know it was frustrating but on the other hand it was so cool because I feel like you know as you get many years into your climbing career these things that are just gaping holes in your skill set or like they start to go away. Like you start to lose the low hanging fruit eventually. So it was very cool to be like, Oh, I can just work on this skill and get better at it. And a bunch of things will probably open to me. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that, you know, again, as you get further in your climbing career, you don't always get those like obvious flags that you need to work on, which is pretty fun. So yeah, it's like a big whole new world of, you know, something you can try. And I feel like, you did a really good job though during that weekend 
doing heel hooks. Like I think you're like, all right, let's like, yeah, when in Rome, rip. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so like they were just so small, and some of them yeah. were like kind of slimy. So I think mm-hmm. it was just like like I have baseline heel hooking skills, but then when you like elevate it to spicier, smaller things, yeah. it gets more interesting. Yeah, the the challenges in Waco tanks, I think with heel hooking I've never done heel hooks that are that technical elsewhere like maybe it's happening sort of in Bishop maybe I've had one climb in Joe's Valley but I feel like Waco forced me to harness that skill so maybe we just need to go back I mean I want to go back (laughs) for sure well so one thing I want to point out to the with this too um to all you listeners so some people when they when they realize that they have like a skill that they can't do and i'm just going to use heel hooks as an example they go oh i must just have weak legs Mm. so no no also caitlin i'm not going to throw shade at your deadlift right now but i will say that i probably we haven't officially tested this but i'm pretty sure i can deadlift and squat like a lot more than you yeah i well because i truly just but Don't you also haven't do done it. it in a while. But anyway, yeah. at this literal point in time where you were just kip- kicking my ass. Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't mean to throw shade. No, I mean it's <laughs> tr- probably I'm correct. I'm, I'm over here like yeah, yeah. Caitlin's you're probably also tinier right. and smaller than me, so like whatever strength rate weight, weight ratio, blah blah blah. Thank you, friend, for letting me use you as an <laughs> illustrative example of how I am a I frat mean, boy. But we're in beast modes. These yeah big weights and i'm like mm, i'm gonna sit here and yeah watch <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure your legs are very strong but all i'm saying who knows is, you know caitlin and i are similar sized women so this makes us a good yes. like, a b comparison yeah so like my legs are real strong because i got skier mm-hmm. legs yep which is great but I haven't really obviously need to more specifically learn to apply all the strength i have in my legs to my heel hooking skills so I think sometimes as athletes the point I'm making here is you know sometimes as athletes it's really easy to go oh it's just because I'm like weak like my legs are weak like you yeah. could be like I suck at heel hooking my legs are weak I'll just start lifting or I'll start doing which isn't a bad thing you know it's a good thing but at the same time some skills are just like yeah you probably just need to practice that like I'm mm-hmm. a, this is a great example of this is not a leg strength thing this is the like I need to figure out how to do this better thing um so just a little just a little Reminder. thing I wanted to point out there like yeah, yeah. you're you know if you want to if you want to get better at any skill whether it's like dead points or heel hooking or toe hooking or blah 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 there's probably some general strength that you can build that'll help with that but at the end of the day if it's a hyper specific skill you're definitely going to have to practice it regularly on the wall um and I know I've talked about like skill building before but just a quick tip here is that you know with some some drills will help you practice certain skills I am on the hunt for like a heel hooking drill <laughs> um if you found yes. one i'm like maybe i should just figure it out and create one but honestly i've kind of just realized that i know i need to work on it and because i know i really need to work on it i'm just automatically gonna make sure i'm working heel hooks of multiple different sizes and difficulties into my session somehow some way and i don't think you always have to make it like overly complicated to work on developing a skill like i think if you know it's a gap and you care about improving it you will consciously make the decision to work on it hopefully (laughs) so yeah yeah. no well said I think it's important to remember like 
climbing is a skill-based sport. Yeah. Like there, there are going to be gaps. There are going to be things you really rock at and there are going to be things you really chuff at. And that's just the yeah. nature of the beast. Caitlin, should we, this is so <laughs> shitty, but I also think it'd be really interesting. Should we maybe like test i mean we can put a video up of you doing beautiful heel hooks versus my <laughs> my disasters because we also have like the spray wall here but maybe we should do a test where like you know i we do like our two rep max deadlift and like squat and then just to show people yeah this this is the truth yeah if you're willing totally also i think we're lifting today right so oh, well i was gonna lift today oh. so here i was lifting. gonna watch with a margarita but i guess i'm lifting now yeah you're lifting now <laughs> sorry you're gonna get warmed up and we're gonna do it so um yeah but i think that's that's in a nutshell what we learned i love going on climbing trips and learning stuff if you're not learning stuff from your climbing trips you need to reflect more <laughs> you should yeah. be learning something yep <laughs> even if it's how to have more fun well let's I, wrap it up though. i think we can wrap it up there um but before we wrap it up i do want to remind everyone that the day this episode is being released february 9th is the last day to apply for Breakthrough and get that early bird discount. So if you want that sweet, sweet moolah off your registration, you need to get that application in right now. And the next round of Breakthrough is starting on Monday, February 20th, which is very soon. And to close this out, I'm going to also read us the testimonial of the week from Breakthrough. So this is from Emma, a grad from fall of 2022 hmm no, i think i have 21 that one. 21. 21 typo <laughs> sorry the years the years go by don't <laughs> so this is from emma so emma we've run three rounds of this i'm like i don't know there's been a lot of people that had a good time there's been a lot of dates with a lot of a lot weird of lockdowns happening at the yeah, same time so here we are <laughs> so okay so emma said it is well worth the investment to work with lauren and caitlin as a team in a supportive group environment if you want solidarity with others while working toward improving your quality of life, getting really strong, and gaining confidence and technique on the wall, Breakthrough is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Emma. Emma was an absolute joy to work with. Um, shout out, Emma. Yes. Amazing, amazing Breakthrough grad. So glad we got to work with her. Um, and thank you. Thank you for the kind words, Emma. So <sighs> I love Breakthrough. I'm so excited. It's pretty much the best thing ever. And I would have FOMO if I wasn't part of it already. I know. When we were first creating it, we were like, I wish I had this when I needed this. Literally. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's it's got it all. It's a one-stop shop for... It's basically just a wumbo pack of all the things... (laughs) that Caitlin and I want you to know going forward in your climbing careers. Like go, go fly, be free little birds after you get through breakthrough. So it's pretty tight. Um, so make sure to get that application in, um, and you can learn more about breakthrough and get a link to the application by heading over to the good old show notes. So I think we can close that out there. Caitlin, what do you think? Let's wrap her up partner. Right. And until next time, Keep it average. Wow, first time we've done it in person. Air high five. Big shot. (laughs) 